0: I'm Alicia Bingham, and this is Proactive Thoughts, Episode 12, My Journey Through Depression. Did you know that you can live the life you want simply by being proactive with your thoughts? My name is Alicia Bingham. I'm a life coach, a mental health advocate, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you come with me, I can show you how. Today, I'm going to be talking about my journey through depression, and I have my lovely husband here, um, Benjamin, to help me talk about this. Hello. We have struggled with this. Well, it's my struggle, but he has struggled with me by helping me. So it's been years, but I struggled in high school um, when I moved to, well, 1,400 miles away from my hometown. And... Then through college, you know, I still struggled, even though I was on medication, I just didn't feel my regular perky bouncy self. I don't know. My, I was very, um, down and my sister was my roommate and she noticed, and she was like, you got to get some help for this. And so I did, I got some medication, but it didn't really help very much. Um, but then, um, my dear, husband. He started up at college with me and we started dating and he became my natural antidepressant, you know? And so when my medication ran out, I didn't get it refilled. I was just so happy. <laughs> I didn't feel the need for it anymore. And so I don't even know if you knew at the time that I struggled with depression before. Did you even know about that?
1: I I don't think so. I, I don't recall it being a prominent thing in my mind, at least. So it was probably just, a. Uh, I I think I, I knew that you struggled with being sad. Um, when I know when you moved and we would talk over, uh, I don't even know what we used back then Skype or something. <laughs> um, but I remember you being really sad and really struggling with that, but I don't think I specifically associated with it with depression.
0: Yeah. So it was kind of a shock for him after we got married um, and I got pregnant pretty quick that uh, either from the hormones or just all the changes that go along with marriage, but depression came back once more and um, it reared its ugly head for a long time. And I don't know, do you want to talk a little bit about how that was for you?
1: That was hard. (laughs) it felt like it was almost immediate. Um, as soon as we got married, it didn't feel like it was very long before you were just always sad, always sad, crying. crying. Um, and I just couldn't figure out why and you didn't know why. And I didn't know what to do about it.
0: Yep. So I went to doctors and got, some medication and it it didn't really help all that much. But I was like, well, I'm taking something, so it must be fine. You know, I'm it must be doing something. But it didn't really help. So I tried medication after medication and different things and had my baby. And I mean with my first baby, I just kind of struggled with that connection at first. And I think part of that was due to the depression. But um I Got really, really down where I was suicidal. And it was pretty scary for my husband to um, watch that and to go through that because he was worried that his new wife was going to die, you know. And I don't know. Maybe I should let you say that, talk about that.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, as far as timeline goes, that was actually shortly before birth Mm -hmm. of our first child. You, um, the doctors actually. What's the word for induced. it? Induced. They they induced the um, birthing process so she could deliver the baby one week before the due date, so they could get her on some stronger medication, which didn't help. Uh, it didn't help at all. Uh, it was actually, some antipsychotics. Yes. So it was really worrisome when I, I think it. Uh, I recall waking up in the night and. Seeing you weren't in bed next to me, and I see you in the living room uh, on the couch crying, and then you said you would end up breaking down and talking to me, uh, saying you're grateful that I came because you were going to end it that night. Um, you were planning on writing a note and and going to end it, and so I was terrified um, that any night. I might not have my wife because she's going to end it that night, you know? So that was extremely terrifying for me knowing that was a possibility at any time and wondering, would I wake up and go to her in time? And sometimes she would, uh, she would actually hide. She'd go outside and hide somewhere. (laughs) And so I'd be wondering where do I find her? Um, it was a very scary time. I didn't, It was, yeah, very sad, very scary.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I remember hiding and I would hide because I was ashamed of how I was feeling and feeling like I wasn't worth anything and feeling like, you know, I mean, but I desperately wanted him to come find me. But at the same time, I was like, I was hurting so much that I just, didn't want to put him through that anymore. And so, I mean, the struggle was real and it was, it was hard after my first baby. I didn't, I went to different counselors and psychiatrists and I tried different medications and things. My psychiatrist was finally the one that got me on the medication that was working um, back in college. I found one that was working okay. And so he got me back on that one and he's like, let's just do that. You know? So, um, I got some semblance of normal, but I was still really depressed. And I remember sometimes actually writing the note to my husband and then him coming and finding me. And so I would, you know, destroy the note, (laughs) but it, it was scary and it was hard to go through that, but I still didn't have any real relief. And, So my second baby comes along and I'm still working through trying to find a medication. And that pregnancy was actually really difficult because our insurance was saying that they weren't going to cover my medicine that was working before. And so they're like, "Mm, you got to try these other off-brand ones first. And so I did. And that's when I got suicidal again, almost immediately after I got off something that seemed to be working okay. I tried the generic brand and it just didn't work. And I tried three other ones and it they didn't work, you know? And so they're like, okay, we'll pay for <laughs> this name brand one. And so I was like, okay, I got back on that one and I was fine through that pregnancy, but I still just didn't quite feel right. I still would have a lot of down days. And um, I don't know if it was after he was born, but I think it was after he was born I went to my doctor again and was like I'm still not great you know and he's like okay well let's try you on this one and I thought he meant for me to take both medications together and apparently he didn't <laughs> so I started taking these two serotonin medications or whatever that would boost my serotonin and um apparently that's overdosing on serotonin so but uh <laughs> I finally felt so good that I was like, this is what normal feels like. This is, I I felt like I had my life back. I felt like I had purpose. I felt like I had, um, there was just such a huge difference. I was like, it was night and day. I was like, I didn't know how depressed I was. Even taking these antidepressants, I didn't realize the difference until I was on um, overdosing on the serotonin to where I could have gotten a life threatening condition called serotonin syndrome, but that's it. I mean, it didn't happen to me. So thankfully, but so my other doctor, when we moved, I got a new doctor um, shortly after that because we had moved right after me getting on that. Um, and she was telling me that if it hadn't happened yet, it wasn't likely that I would get that serotonin syndrome. And so she just kept me on those medications. And uh, I stayed on those two medications for quite a while. Um, so then my third baby comes around and I was feeling pretty good all through the pregnancy until the last few months, you know, two or three months, I was just really struggling again and got depressed again. Um, and so I went to a counselor and he recommended a book to me called depression free naturally. And he was talking a lot about how, um, the nutrients in our bodies are, um, depleted a lot because of our lifestyle and our diets. We just don't get enough of things. And so he recommended a list of vitamins that I could try taking and, um, that are really good for depression and anxiety. And so he put me on, well, he recommended these and I went and got the okay for my doctor. And my doctor's like, yeah, if you get too much of this, it'll all just come out at the end of the day anyway. So you're fine. So I took all these vitamins along with my medications and, um, I started slowly feeling better. Like it, it didn't come all at once. I remember, but slowly I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, life is, life was still hard, but you know, I was starting to feel more normal, you know? And, um, but I was still dissatisfied with life, you know, and, um, that's when I found my life coach, Jody Moore, and I started listening to her podcast and I'll let you talk a little bit about that.
1: Uh, first of all, before I get too much into that, uh, from my perspective on all these years of you going through depression and us balancing between medications, uh, counselors, psychiatrists, doctors, um, mm-hmm it's very unnerving. You, you, you try to find solace in what you can, uh, sorry, you try to find solace in what you can. And at least for me, I, I found solace and mediocrity and just kind of accepting that this is just what life is. Um, you know, that this is just the way it's going to be. She's not going to be, uh, as happy as I thought maybe she would be. I took her feelings upon myself frequently. So if she was sad, I was sad. And so I wanted her to be happy. And so if she was happy, I would be happy as well. And so I'd enjoy those moments, but they were fairly few and far in between. Now she found life coaching through Jody Moore. And with many things, I just kind of took it with a little bit of a grain of salt, like, okay, you know, have fun, you know, Because that was one of the things that she was great at. She's great at being able to research things. And unfortunately, sometimes that created a lot of uh, conflicting thoughts in her mind, uh, a lot of sorrow because of those conflicting thoughts. Um, So with Finding Life Coaching, um, she was all for it. She's listening to her stuff. She felt good about it. And after a while uh, of her listening to Jody Moore's podcast, um, she asked me, Hey, I want to sign up to her monthly membership thing. And it was like $50 a month or something like that. And I was like, you know what? It seems to have been making you happy as a whole lot cheaper than your medicine that you're on. What the heck? Let's try it out. You know, so that's the path that we started on just her doing her membership with Jody Moore, where she could uh, watch other people being coached. And she could be coached herself and that started the journey. And it's been a good one, really.
0: I'd say that's an understatement. I think it's been a great one. <laughs> it's been so life-changing. Like I, I didn't realize how much I was putting my feelings and my experience on other people. Like if my kids were cranky or if they were up in the middle of the night, I... Then was cranky. You know, I then reacted that way. If he was upset, I was upset. You know, I would mirror people all the time and I would put my how I was feeling or how I would how my day was going to go based on what was happening to me or around me. And life coaching really helped put that back into my own hands. It helped me realize that I can choose and I can have proactive thoughts i can i can choose how i want to how i want my experience to be if i want to be happy i can choose to be happy and i know that may sound kind of far fetched like you know it may just sound kind of fluffy and light like oh yeah you can choose to be happy but no like you really can if you want to be but sometimes i don't want to be happy sometimes i want to be cranky and that's okay you know i think a big part of it is giving myself grace that I'm not perfect and that's okay. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be happy all the time. I can be cranky sometimes. And when I embrace that, I actually end up less cranky (laughs) overall, you know, I'm, I'm not cranky as much, but I have been a member of Jody Moore's, um, be bold program for two years and haven't had to be on medication. So I guess I should, I should say we had another baby, baby number four. And before he was born, I wanted very strongly to be able to nurse him. And so I was like, I want to get off these medications so that I can nurse my baby and have that bond. And I don't know, I just wanted all those benefits that nursing gives a baby. And so I worked with my doctor for a year or so, uh, maybe a little less, I don't know for sure, (laughs) but worked for a long time to get off my medications and I was able to maintain that, um, because of my life coaching, because of these tools that I learned and all of that just, I don't know, it just made it possible for me to be able to get off my medications and not need to go back. Like it's been two years and I haven't had my medications, you know, and it, I don't know. It's a after being on my medications for five years, like it's nice to know that I don't have to have them anymore. You know, I can take my vitamins and do my life coaching, and you know, life is still hard sometimes. Sometimes I need some help, but life coaching is there.
1: I think that's the important thing to recognize is that this is a continuous process. Uh, I have to remind her sometimes that. This is something that she has to do constantly. Uh, One one of the thoughts she has is, how can I do this? Because I still struggle. I still have self-doubts. So I point out to her that, well, exactly. So you're living it. You're living the life coaching model. You are working on it, just like you will help other people to work on it themselves. Now, Alicia, I think, is a pro on this. She has done this for a long time. And it's only fairly recently that I've been actually kind of looking into it a little bit, probably the last month, probably just a month (laughs) (laughs) that I've been, um, well, I've gleaned a lot from her. She's taught me a lot of the principles that she's learned from this life coaching stuff. And with her wanting to start this business and, um, getting even deeper into this life coaching stuff, I've decided I need to look into this more and understand it better. And it really has had a, an effect on my life, even before I was diving deeper into it, the principles you would talk about, the things about not mirroring, mirroring other people's uh, feelings and emotions that they're having, uh, because that was, I always thought that was a strength of mine because I th- always thought that would help me have sympathy. But I decided I don't really like uh, feeling sad just because you're sad. Um, I need to be able to choose how I feel and also being able to not feel shame. You know, I think that's a big one. Mm -hmm. So I guess with a lot of you, uh, being brand new to life coaching, most likely, uh, I'm on that exact same journey. Uh, and so is Alicia. She's still learning and Mm -hmm. I think she has done a fabulous job.
0: It is still a journey for me, but I have learned so much and I have gained so much and um, benefited. My life is just on a different trajectory. I I feel so much better, even when I'm down, like life isn't all doom and gloom anymore, you know, and I feel like there is still hope and I want to give that to other people. And that is why I wanted to start life coaching is because I want to help other people in the way that I have been helped. Maybe they can get off medication. Maybe they can't, you know, maybe it's useful for them, you know, but either way, this can help anybody. If it can help me, it can help anybody. And I truly believe that. So Anyway, thank you all for joining us today as we talk about this kind of heavy subject, but just know that that's why we're here. And this is my journey and it can be your journey too. That's all I have for you today. And now I want to hear from you. Please send me an email at binghamcoaching at gmail.com. If there's a specific topic you're struggling with or you know a friend is struggling, send me an email and I'll add it to my list to address it in a future episode. Or if you're interested in getting coached, you can email me at binghamcoaching at gmail.com. That's b-i-n-g-h-a-m-c-o-a-c-h-i-n-g at gmail.com. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review and share it with your friends. That way more people like you can find my podcast. And remember, when you choose your thoughts, you choose your life. See you next week.